0: is Pamela Kuhn and the curtain is up on Center Stage, the show about the arts and the artists behind their work. I have spoken to many artists on Center Stage who I have referred to as legends but there are also those artists who thrill with another title, stupendous. Well my guest today is such a man. Pianist Eduardo Halim walks into a room and captivates with an aquiline presence like a film star in the 1940s. All eyes are on him. He has a slightly wily sense of humor with a smile that belies his brilliance as an artist. There is no arrogance, just a quiet recognition of his own strength. His large hands and long fingers are always poised as if ready to play. It is reminiscent of a scenario where the late Josef Karsh might be photographing them in a study of working hands. The scene introduces us to the realm of music that we will hear from him. He is a bold interpreter of late romantic repertoire, thrilling his listeners with a pianistic force and stamina that is almost inhuman. Yet we are swept away with his ease in delivery. Edwardus Halim is ethnic Chinese, though born in Indonesia. He was given a Muslim name. In his early years, he studied violin, piano, and Javanese dancing. Eventually moving to New York City, he carved a niche for himself with a bravura that my first title suggests, Stupendous. Through that power, he impressed New York Times critic and author of The Great Pianist, Harold C. Schoenberg who wrote to the legendary Vladimir Horowitz about the young man's extraordinary talent. David DuBall, the broadcaster and author, took Eduardus Halim to meet Horowitz. And what transpired was 40 lessons with the maestro at a time in Halim's life when he was most susceptible to engaging with the legend and absorbing his genius. In Schoenberg's biography, Horowitz, His Life and Music, He describes in detail the relationship between Halim and Horowitz in the chapter entitled Last Pupil. In fact, the relationship between Halim and Harold Schoenberg developed into a deep, lifelong connection. The author left his entire music library and Steinway piano to Eduardo Salim. He has enjoyed a life of international concertizing, recordings, and is the holder of the Sasha Gorodnitsky Faculty Chair at NYU. His devotion to his students bears the hallmark of his loving personality as a profound mentor. Eduardo Salim, welcome to Center Stage. It is such an honor to have you.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Pam. What a generous introduction. I really loved it very much. Thank you.
0: When I think of you and and I have the advantage of knowing you fairly well I think of generosity Eduardus, in your personality.
1: Oh that's uh, yes I think that's it's partly because maybe I'm I'm a very open person in that sense you know and and I like something very quickly and and, and whatever and I liked, uh, whatever I love very much I'll spend all my effort to make sure there's there's a lot of uh, investment in that so and mm-hmm. so I feel, I like also another way also, uh, I felt that all my life, you know, I was always treated with great openness, mm-hmm. I felt that, that that that's a kind of gener- generosity of spirit. I thought mm-hmm. that you know, my my parents, my family had afforded me, and I think it makes me very, felt very secure. So, and partly because of that too, I, I noticed that, you know, I meet... Uh, 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 I meet all my mentors, you know, the, uh, you mentioned Maestro uh, Horowitz and Mr. Goronitsky's, Sasha, and then Mr. Frikushny, Harold Stromberg. They all were the most generous to me without, you know, with unreservedly generous to me. And so I, in that sense, I felt like it's only a sign of, of a degree of openness, I think, that's, that's uh, very, very much part of who I am, I think. I think that's
0: so lovely. It's a hallmark of your playing, but I I think it's the legacy you're going to leave behind to your own students now.
1: Correct, correct. I think it's a very interesting one. You know, when you mentioned about uh, a student uh, in here, I think to give, I when I say something, when I, I I I explain about music as as such, there is no reservation in it. You know, and I think that was something all music deserves deserves deservedly so. I think you know, just despite of different style, I think that's to, to to impart the fact that you know the generosity of your passion must be uh, translated to the fingertips, and I think that takes a lot, and then that is also take a lot of practice. It's not just simply just one feel that way. It will it will transpire into 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 the materializing in sound, but those are the kind of always. Uh, willing to try I think and 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 it makes the student felt very much at ease also and they they, they've also felt great 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 beauty and hopes you know I think that's the 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 best way to sum up my my sort of my approach to teaching is that to make sure that they they love it as much as I love it Mm. and I try to impart it as much you know and I think that's it takes a lot of encouragement and a lot of uh, knowing how to prod them in such a way. And also they actually the same thing with me too, you know, it, it doesn't come easy. Uh, it, it Nothing comes easy, you know, and, and you create the sense of, of, it feels like it seems to be a lot of freedom in it. It's actually a lot of discipline behind it. A lot of right. struggle, making like a lot of mistakes, you know, along the way. But I think that mistake is constant, constantly part of honing the skill, honing the, the expressiveness, you know, of, of the music. So I think... That's important, I think, to 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 impart that, yeah.
0: So beautifully said. You know, um, usually at the end of my interviews, I ask a question, uh, something like, how would you describe your playing? How would you describe your career? And this time I'm going to ask it right at the beginning.
1: I would I would say this is a very a fantastic question and loaded question because it's, it's really you know when one one describe oneself is it's not so easy uh mm-hmm. sometimes or less uh, you know other people describe what my work is usually and and to speak of my work sometimes I tend, mm-hmm. I tend to be uh, um a little bit shy shying away from from you know but however uh, having said that though I I also see the to sum up a few a few things, you know, and what what is am I about and looking at music. So it's it's more like perhaps perhaps the way my attitude towards towards working and why I am doing what I am doing, I think that's uh in, 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 an important part of explaining who I am. And I think piano, for instance, it's really it's a way for me to speak. It's through the piano. Yeah. And when i was i was given the opportunity to, to study piano in indonesia you know and 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 of course naturally people said oh the boy is very talented so but i think there's something about piano that is it felt like Completely uh, natural uh, to, to to me, you know, and and I feel like this other instrument. I mean, I I learned violin, for instance, not not too much to 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 any particular you know musical, yes, but not not very adaptable to to me, for instance. But piano is different, and I grew to love the piano as an instrument. So it's not just merely just to be a a, a, a good pianist a fantastic pianist or what not, like that. But I think there's a kind of kinship about. I feel about the actual feeling of sensation of, of of what piano can give to me. it's it's extraordinary and I'm still honing it, getting better and better mm-hmm. And, and, and partly because uh, my instructor used to tell me, you know, the tragedy is that when one stop improving and as, as an artist, which is I think I take that I, I, I take that too heart because it's really very important. So uh, each time I this there, sort of regimented way of practicing, of working each day, and I found it—it's profoundly important, I think, to at least to me, uh, the greater the degree of ability to play the instrument, which is what we call so-called technical side, and then to constantly improve uh, uh, that side, uh, the ability to be more natural. I think the better the music sounds. So that on on that score, I found it fascinating. Every day, I found it—you know—when uh, the chance, given the chance, when I'm not teaching, for instance, even even during the teaching side. I found that it's the most fascinating that the technique of developing and how my hand changed also over the years. Even after my, I, I, I worked with Maestro, it was, Maestro was Mr. Horovitz was the last teacher I had. And granted, that was in 1989. It's been many years. Still, the development of, from those session teaching sessions, and also from what imparted by Fukushni and Goronisky, it it's, it's, makes you constantly looking, searching for things. And they know it's partly because I have something to offer in the, in the voice. And then to look for that voice, it's each day, it's always something, a discovery. And then I also find it also, I'm very fascinated with the, with the fact that in order to, to, to create a piano is, is the singing instrument. Um, uh, to me, is the predominantly a singing instrument, and I think that goes a long way. I mean, all from the Russian school of teaching, and to to many, many uh, 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 you can trace back to Liszt, to Chopin, even to Beethoven. Uh, you know, even to Clementi, uh, mm. uh, where, where the instrument is as a singing instrument. That it's actually Clementi spearheaded with the development of of the, uh, what we know as a today's modern instrument, so, you know, he was the father, literally, uh, uh, not so-called the Viennese uh, pian- pianist, uh, not the Vienna, uh, the, the Viennese uh, uh, piano, which is much lighter. And then this is much more uh, uh, tone. Uh, uh, and then in fact, Beethoven Beethoven as well also uh, um, uh, um, was very much, uh, he's like a descendant sort of from Clementi in, 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 in that sense, down to list down to all what today's is. And so in that sense, the ability for the piano to sing, and I think that was would be the ultimate thing. So the technique was, the, the greater the technique, the greater the music is, I think. Not not separated. On occasion, we would, we would hear the center say, oh, you know, it's such and such, it's technique, 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 but no music. And I think that seems to be a little bit too simplistic uh, a statement. And 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 it's not there's no such a thing as is either they are they are not good musicians. <laughs> you know, I think that's my my take. So, but but so so in in that sense that to to describe myself as as something that I I live for for it and
0: mm.
1: I live for piano and and I found it um, greater and greater that I I'm developing still. So in that sense, I I I would say I may be the happiest one of the the happiest person in the sense that I don't, I know what I want.
0: can i take you back just a little bit to your upbringing i mean i'm gathering that you were a natural talent you were a a natural gifted musician am i right yes in in
1: okay so so yes i guess that's that natural gifted yet of course like like so many great musicians and so many other uh, so-called in the serious business of of being a musician they they are really you know there's so many prodigies around i mean but Mm -hmm. but i would say Yes, in that sense, maybe the, uh, um, yeah, I'm trying to always define what the talent is, you know, and yeah. and first of all, but I must also tell you this much very very much, you know. T- to me, talent is a gift. So, talent is a gift. So I'm I'm I neither disdainful nor I feel proud of it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I feel very blessed. Not so, mm-hmm. but but I'm I didn't I didn't feel it. It's not not. Not the most important things, uh, 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 and and and, but what I do with it, I think by the amount of work and the understanding how to work to make that talent so serving more, more deserving, I think that is the. Um, so in itself, it's almost you know. It, I didn't, I didn't earn the talent. I mean, but but it's the work I did, I was able to use my talent. I think of that, course. that to me, I, to me, which I'm 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 happy with with the fact that to, the understanding of work each time evolving and more and more and more. So yes, to to say that there's a particular way. To, to, you know, uh, I, I remember when Mister Schomburg first time heard me too, and actually I'm sure, but that goes the same thing with 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 with, with my instructors. You know, and and and. And I think they 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 gauge something musician wise. I think, and then to to study it, I, I I was I was hearkening back to 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 how I studied with Mr Horowitz once when, when uh, Mr Dubal brought me there the first time. I think he was he was gauging me. How am I? Re- what is my reaction towards? When he plays, what what is the reaction oh, to, to sonic to 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 sonic experience, you know, and and whether how acutely I'm aware, I think he's sort of gauging that not so much an oh how brilliant as a pianist because I mean they're brilliant pianists that that you know he met and no one can be more brilliant than what he what he is capable of you know I mean what what he was capable of so but the fact is that I think he was looking for that side uh, which is uh, I remember he played with, for for me the Schumann novelette. and and I. I think it was one of the most extraordinary sound I heard. It was the most I never heard it before. Uh, you know, I, I, I've heard great pianists. I mean, wonderful pianists, but great pianists this is a little bit too too loosely said because I think uh, um, the closest one I heard was was in that kind of realm of sound was was. Uh, uh, in 1983 was so when, when I heard Tchaikovsky's play uh, before Carnegie was was uh, sure sure has Tchaikovsky played and it was so beautifully the sound the singing mm. tone and but Mr Horowitz is magician and I and, and when I heard it he, he played love my heart. My heart was in my throat. I felt like there was like a big lump, you know. I mean, it was it was to this day. I still remember that that kind of sense of of and and I could feel uh, is the sensation. Everything's the fi- every fiber in my body was reacting to how. What I reacted was how beautifully he played. How intensely his his voice was so poignant. His tone was speaking as if like. He was caressing you with, with his sound. Yes. So it's extraordinary. And 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 you know, of course, you know, we, we always when we refer to Mr. Horovitz, it's always thinking, you know, oh, he's such a brilliant uh, superstars and a phenomenal, devilish pianist. But I think it's just only a little bit on the side. <laughs> it was just only the uh, two. But the actual the most important one was is the 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 that kind of from the heart, you know, inner voice. It's the it's just right That's right. There's passion. There's affection. There is everything put together. So that was uh, to me uh, the sense of what I aspire to be. You know, and to be able to to say what you want to say in within and in, and in, and you be able to touch the person who hears who hears you. I think that would be the ultimate. The ultimate. Uh, uh, so so oh. to me. That's also why when you mentioned about natural naturally gifted, maybe that's he was also he found a lot of kinship in that in that sense, yes what, what he found, otherwise he would not have offered me the uh, you know to, to study with him. I think that that I think yes, it is the talent side, but also partly because uh, in, in, no, in, in, in greater part because of the amount of work and understanding what was imparted to me, you know and, and by constantly working. So in that sense, yeah, I'm, 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 considered myself uh, um, absolutely lucky in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: indeed. You have often been compared to Shura Tchaikovsky and Horowitz. I mean, this kinship you, you, you've mentioned more than once now. I I love that word because it insinuates something much deeper than just training with or being aligned with it's, it's, it's actually almost like a melding of, of souls in a way. I mean, yes. do you, do you feel that yourself, and did you feel that with your work with Horowitz?
1: Of course, of course, yeah. I think it's it's also I I must say uh, to put it in the context as well, you know. And the reason why Mr. Schomburg was was also in in uh, in many ways, I think he actually wrote it in 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 the, in the magazine, New York Times magazine, when he heard it uh, the first time. He was I was in Australia, you know. In the, And then he was he was one of the judge, and he approached me afterwards. He said, "You know, young man, you know, uh, Schumann, David's Bundler Tanz." It was, you know, it was very simple and beautiful. And so he wrote it as such. And then he was saying that, you know, uh, mentioned in passing that, you know, you know, you are a romantic. So, which is the word a romantic? So I, it actually, it's at at the time I sort of didn't, I don't have any gauge. In uh, particular, because the word "romantic pianist" is, is not like a, a romance uh, in a sense, but it was an era where they re- referred to the nineteen uh, the golden age of pian- pianism, where where individuality is of utmost importance. I think you can hear Cortot, you can hear uh, 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 Hoffman played, and then and each one uh, uh, Friedman, Ignaz Friedman, or even uh, Mosèvich, and you would hear people like that, like sure, It's so different. It's just, it just different, because there's a sense of freedom of, of 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 speaking that is feels free. But and yet, it was sometimes sometimes misunderstood as being un, all over the place. Some a chaotic chaotic is the word they tend to say. You know, in fact in fact, Shura too. I remember uh, the times at the time. You know, didn't all not very was was not very very. Uh, uh, supportive of him in in when in what what he said. The, the, he thinks that some if, if I if I read it co- correctly, the the, the uh the, the critics felt that it was a little bit uh all over the place. I mean, cha- chaotic is the word, uh, or a little sure,
0: unbridled.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. But you
0: know,
1: I think it was just simply a concept that was misunderstood because you know yes. there's a so-called, so-called modern pianism, which is everything much more objective. You know, tend to be uh uh what we call the urtexians Ur- in the approach.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: To, mm-hmm. to, and then I must say, in many ways, it's very dull. <laughs> it's just—it's really dull. I'm sorry, no color. You know, I mean, just as the way it is. I mean, I don't. You this know, it's so honest. <laughs> yeah, because it feels, you know, it feels like you are constantly being educated. You know, it, it doesn't feel like you are being being set uh, being told the stories. You are yeah. being being like lectured, and and sometimes yeah. so, but totally. And so when 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 I came. Uh, uh, to 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 Mr. Horowitz, I think that they, they, when Mr. Schomburg found found like in Mr. Scho- in Mr. Horowitz, the same, he said, you know, you there is something about that was which is we call it. Uh, the, so then, I think the comparison it, in in that sense was was in a is that kind of freedom and and, but to me it I have not you know I change all the time you know I change but but the core of my or my 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 belief in the expressiveness is this I want to speak it's all derived the same thing it hasn't changed since I was a child it has not changed and Mm -hmm. but I must say it is also but I was glad to to see uh, um, I know that you're a wonderful singer and, and a wonderful uh, a pedagogue. And 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 we all, my my, our dear friend uh, uh, T- uh, Tony uh, Manoli, who I grew up with and at at, at at Juilliard also was was you know a person who I always listened to to his, of his opinion all all the time. And, and and singer is the most important for a pianist. Is the most important to any musician. It's singing. And Mr. Horowitz said the same thing. Ferkushny um, uh, said the same thing. But Mr. Horowitz was very adamant. That you know, your teacher is singers. And then you know, I mm. it's funny. I I looked, I read it. Of course, singing to me to, to, to me, I listened to you know the more and more and more to the greatest uh, 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 singer, and, and it, it make a big difference. And I saw in Chopin, and and Chopin also wrote. It was known to say, you know, you must listen to singer, you know. And Chopin said, you know. Uh, uh, the singer by the name Rubini's and Pasta. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 yeah, it is. But it's, it's it's written by Chopin. And then in fact, the type of pianism, it's all pianistically all oriented towards singing. Is all the soprano line. And so the technique also changed when when you. That's how Mister Hor- yes. Horowitz opened up a greatly uh, uh, my view on pianism. And then from then on, it just. Spread and bat. I must tell you this also. If, if I, I I took it up in myself, uh, you know, when I knew uh, Mr. Hara, uh, Mr. Horowitz, then I already played number of of, of 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 majority of the Chopin etudes. And for instance, you know, just to give give it. And then my, then after that, I learned all of them. And then subsequently, I also learned all the transcendental etudes. And, and and to me, it was not so. It, it's not like I, I'm masochistic or or, or or sadistic, you know, trying to. But it's not. But I, I just I found it incredibly fascinating and helpful because in Chopin, in Chopin, uh, the 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 complicated passages, its usage by the 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 weaker finger. So that we, what Mr. Hall referred to as a soprano finger. Uh, I, uh,
0: oh my it, gosh.
1: It's four or five is said, uh, halim, that's soprano finger. So because he was he was teaching me how to play the Schubert, uh, the, the the Schubert G flat major, major impromptu. Oh. And oh, oh, D90, that's one of the hardest one I learned. Yes. From, but yeah, and I adore and, it. And it's I, I played that the first time I brought it to Mr. Horrid. I still remember this. I said, you know, you know, your soprano's finger not developed. So, <laughs> so I said, <laughs> but, but my story is so difficult. You have to play one or one on the line here the singing is should sound like a great singer but then the, the inside should be completely in in the background but very evenly controlled and so there's a kind of freedom in it in 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 between oh control and, and lines and then how the the, the 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 inflection of voices and so that I learned greatly then I realized mm. that I said I like the uh, agilities and then independence of of the soprano that's why I I went through this one I still do it every day I still I try to, not not, not always at some time, period, of 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 you know, like uh, uh, to 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 work on the Chopin and it's, it's almost like some people say, you know, Bach, well-tempered clavier. Yes. To me, yes. To me, it's Chopin and list.
0: <laughs> I but, love but,
1: it. Yeah, yeah. And also in, in many ways, you know, thinking about it, I always tell my student, you know, I tell my student, you know, you master those. At least don't, don't even just say don't, not the word mastering, but uh, but just to learn it. And constantly be with you, and you're constantly honing it. You're really literally having Chopin and Liz being your teacher as well.
0: Generous, theatrical, poetic, stupendous. This is what defines this great musician, Eduardus Halim. If you would like to hear the details of his work with the legendary Vladimir Horowitz, I hope you will return next Tuesday on WGCH Talk Radio for part two of this fascinating look into a pianist's life. In the meantime, you can find more information on Eduardus at eduardushalim.com. And I hope you will visit my website, centerstagewithpamilacoon.com, for more of my shows, writings, and information on the arts. So everyone, stay safe out there. This is Pamela Kuhn, and the curtain is now down on center stage. Mm ¶¶